on something because I was reading it last night before I went to bed. You ever hear of Ramana Maharshi? Famous master. This dude here, yeah? He died in 1950. But he's, this is all transcriptions of talks done in like 35 to 39 or something like that. But just get the flavor of these answers and questions if you like. Yeah. So he goes... All right, so it goes, uh, quite so, this, that is the question, this is the question, that is the question, I see before my eyes a battalion of soldiers passing, therefore I am, the world must have been created by God, how shall I see the creator? See yourself, this is Maharaj's answer, see yourself, who sees these and the problem is solved. So see yourself, who sees these, yeah? So instead of trying to contemplate what's being seen, just go to who's seeing it, or what's seeing it, yeah? So the guy goes, is to sit silently or read sacred books or concentrate the mind, devotion? The longing for happiness never fades, that is bhakti, devotion. How shall I get it more quickly? Suppose I concentrate two hours a day. Maharaja, you do not get tired in sleep, the same person is now present here. Why should you be tired now? Because your mind is restless and wanders. It gets tired and not you. I'll go off. Forget about it. <laughs> Just riff on myself. <laughs> if you follow him, if you ever read him and you follow him, you'll get a flavor. You'll get a flavor of his pointing is constantly not letting any movement to go off the main point. Yeah? So every whatever anyone ever says, he just puts it right to, well, who is it that's saying it? Yeah? Because what you're looking for is what's looking. Yeah? You just don't think so. It's the thinking that produces a distance, a seeming distance. There is no distance. You know, what's looking is what you're looking for. And if there's there is no distance, then there's no time to meet it, yeah, because you are it. So if you follow it, I was reading it last night, about three pages with Dr. Major Chadwick and someone else, and they kept trying to go somewhere, and he just kept whacking them, yeah, but in a lovely way, bringing it right back, right back, right back, because obviously we're so sure we know what we are, we definitely believe it can't be found in what we are. Yeah? We have such a firm, and it's not us. See, that's the whole point. It's always allegiance with the mental state. Every time your, deep, your deepest admittance of where you really believe you are is still the mental state. Yeah? So you might as well get over it soon, because you can have 800 examples, but it's the, base, it's the same as the first example. You're not that. You're not that. Whatever arises and presents itself to be you, you're not that, because that which you are doesn't arise. It's always, always available at all times. Yeah. So if something suddenly appears and says, I see it, that ain't it. Yeah. Now you can catch the thief the first time, and you can know all about the thief at one time. You don't eat 800 times to get it. You may t- it may take that, who knows, but there's no, it's not necessary. Once you get the pointer, it doesn't need to have, you know, 8,000 zillion pointers. Yeah. You just get the pointer. This is what happened with me. I, what happened with me? I went to a talk similar to this, 
whether or not it wasn't similar to this. The person was much nicer and was very calm, very chilled out. And I went there, and the lady was speaking, and what came up in me had nothing to do with what she was saying. It was just the space. Something was pregnant. Yeah, I was like the sperm, so I went in the meeting, something was conceived. Yeah, I didn't know I was the sperm, but as soon as I hit the egg, something was conceived. And so this is what happened. I saw, I shared, I went, I, I like to share, and I shared, and I said, you know, I, was, I came in here and I was observing mental states, circumstantial states, emotional states, but there was an assumption that it was me that was seeing all them. Now, just by being here, I realize that me is a mental state that claims to be the observer of the other mental states, all right? So, the, the burglar was seen for once, yes? I saw the burglar, all right? Okay. What happens is, but that doesn't mean the burglar's not going to try to rob your house again. So, what happens is I walk around, and I'm hanging around, and I'm reading some books, and I'm entertaining these novel ideas... And so suddenly, I see I, my aperture opened up, so what wasn't being seen was now seen, and there was, oh, so then I saw, well, now I'm seeing the observation of the mental state observing itself, other mental states, and the emotions, and this and that. Wow! And yet suddenly, that assumption, that little eye assumption, was happening before the camera, but it assumed it was behind the camera, very subtly it now became the one that was seeing everything else. But it's something that can be seen. Yeah? So then the second time I saw the thief, yeah? so it's, boop, the thing opened up even more. So now my, my, my vision, or the vision, was getting seemingly like a wide screen. Yeah? And so what I wasn't capturing before, because the screen was wider, I was seeing more of it. So then I go on reading and this and that, and it keeps getting bigger, but then there would always be this little aside that would arise and go, wow, I'm really seeing a fucking lot of shit. That's, and it was, that seeing, the claiming of the seeing was immediately being used to infer that you were the seer. Very subtly, but very, it was such a subtle assumption, but its conviction was complete. Yes, you are that. Yeah. So, but then suddenly, that thing that's now pontificating as if it's behind the camera, the camera moved and it was once again seen in front of the camera. It hadn't actually moved ever behind the camera, it just assumed it was behind the camera. Yeah? But it was always in front of the camera. So this happened about seven times, so the aperture kept going like this, more and more over the months, and about the eighth time, that once again, it arose within the, the space of what the camera can see it, in front of the camera, but there was a very subtle conviction it was behind the camera. Yeah? That was seen, and then it was like the hundredth monkey syndrome. My head got it. Yeah? But the head just went, wing! <laughs> it was just like, wing! And, I, and it, the obvious, what the download was is it's always going to arise and claim to be the one that's seeing all the horizon. That's what it's done. That's what it does. It's like that story with the snake. You know, it doesn't matter if you bathe it and feed it with a little eyedropper and put a nice little finger of one of your uh, you know mitts, your little gloves on it, and keep it warm. It's gonna fucking bite you because it's a snake. Yeah, that's all. You know, it's not like oh this snake or this snake. No, it's a snake. It's gonna bite you. 
So the mental state does not have a life. It's going to claim whatever becomes available to it through conscious contact. It has no light to shine on fucking anything. It, it, it takes reflected light from our, what we truly are and now starts investigating everything else as if it's the light. Yeah? But once you see it, you're not looking from it. Once you see it, you're not looking from it. Once you see it, the fact of bondage and all this baloney is seen as an activity that you have to be in total compliance with for it to seem real. Nothing here is real. It can only seem real to what's real. We are what's real. Yeah. The mental state does its activity, claims everything, presents the case, and the case, you go, aha, or just a slight little nod, <laughs> the whole movie, you're in it, you've, you've never not been in it, it's been going on forever, you've been this body, you know, it's like, in a nanosecond, it had history downloads, a sense of, I was here, a sense I'm gonna be here, all this stuff, like that. It's like 10,000 miles is crossed in a nanosecond. As, but that 10,000 mi uh, miles is an in inescapable, unable to get over chasm unless you comply with it. Once you comply with it, it seems to be so. Like that. All you need to do is take one thing out of it, and you don't even have to take one thing out of it. But if you're not in compliance, it doesn't have the sway it seems to have, because obviously it's inherently empty. It has no meaning other than the meaning that we give it. And as Jesus said very seriously and clearly, as you believe, so it is. That's what happens. As you believe here, so it's going to be, seemingly which means it's going to appear to be true or false to you. And you've noticed it. How You've got to get suspicious if you're totally bummed out and five minutes later you're ecstatic. Something was, wait a minute, how nothing changed? I'm in the same, you know, pajamas. I didn't, get a, I didn't win the lottery. It was just, you have to start getting hints of your role here. I mean, that's the, these are the crumbs that, this is the dreaming yourself out of the dream. The mind that's dreaming leaves crumbs in the dream so that the mind that's dreaming can dream itself out of you. And as it does, it will get happier. The dream will get happier. I mean, the crumb, if you find a crumb, you can expand on it and see the whole loaf of bread. <laughs> like the sumptuous meal can be seen by one little leftover. That's what mind is like. You know that thing with Jesus with the fishes and loaves and people would, he, he made like 10,000 loaves. To me, that's mind. Mind takes a, t just hears an idea and then it expands on it. Yeah? Any living book isn't a living book. It excites what's always living, which is mind. Yeah? Because some of these statements have lived, they've been seemingly around in this history for 10,000 years. You know, one little cryptic sentence has been passed on and on and on because it's like the crypt keeper's lock. Your mind just opens up when you hear it. It produces an avalanche, and that avalanche is a sense feltness that goes way beyond all the freaking knowledge you can try to acquire. Just to, to find out what's going on is so much more convincing than to know what's going on. Yeah. To really feel it, to really... For the scripture to be like a, a note you wrote yourself. 
Yeah? Something like that. A real sense of sense feltness. That's gonna that's going to allow traveling lighter to become a new stable condition here. Because you will have relief from all the volatility. Because all that the mental state does is it, it, it's agitated and it gets more agitation. As a great Zen statement says in Faith Mind, you can't use activity to produce stillness. That would be activity. Try to get out of that. If, if you use activity to produce stillness, that would be activity. Yeah. So basically... Your engagement with anything distorts the anything you're engaged with. It's, you cannot not have it that way. That's what happens. You're everything. The freedom is prior to the bondage. The realization is prior to you having a realization. What you are looking for is what's looking. What's looking precedes everything that's looked at. What I can see cannot be that which is seen. If you get a sense of the priorness, you'll see the impossibility that what comes after is the impossibility of its ability to hold something on you. There's a freedom there. It's an inherent freedom. It's not something that you do to get and then you have to defend. It's just available. At all times, right where you are, The appropriate response is you rest there. If you if if you ran into the last answer, that last answer wouldn't provoke any more seeking. It would provoke resting from all the seeking. Actually resting from the seeker, basically. And then you'd be motivated as an action figure to seek what can be found, like a good latte or a pair of pants or maybe a date or something like that. But you wouldn't be wasting any freaking time seeking that which is the seeking. Yeah. <laughs> the dogs would be called off. <laughs> You would now be seeking what can be found at that school. <laughs> but you can't find yourself. You haven't lost it. You are it. You're so beyond finding and losing. You are it. You're so, be so beyond all these 8,000 layers of knowledge or levels of knowledge. You're being it. It trumps all the levels of knowledge. Because the knowledge is defined by its own topic, which is knowledge. Being overrides it all. B 
Being is the most sought after unless you're using the being to seek after things. <laughs> if the being seems to be enslaved to seeking after things, you're going to lose the whole point. But the most sought after is that which is seeking. The seeker is the sought, really. Yeah. <laughs> so now, the last answer is obvious. <laughs> <laughs> he just the mind just entertains it. Yeah, while this is going on, you, you don't believe the mind can do two things at once. It can play eight zillion roles of action figures and still be resting in its essence. I mean, it's not gonna, it's not getting taxed by all this efforting. <laughs> it's dreaming. It can entertain fucking tons of shit all the time. <laughs> but what happens if it entertains itself? It's gonna be, it's gonna revel in that. Yes, you're gonna find, you're gonna find, like in a reverberation that never ends. And then it may be, in hindsight, as an afterthought, you come up with the prognosis. Hey, that must have been the last answer because I haven't looked for another one since. <laughs> And I'll tell you, the best answer is the last answer, because now there's no need for any more answers. <laughs> it's going to bring about a certain sense you can't produce by 50 time massages. <laughs> You're going to have a deep relaxation. Even though you're looking like you're crazy, that that center that center hasn't been moved one one iota. And when all the huffing huffing and puffing is over, it hasn't sweated for one second. It's just incredibly brilliant and bright and always available. And it's just being what it is. So there's no thought or effort involved. We're trying to be what we're not all day. That's why it's so exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> really? It's in how much do you how much work is it to keep the show on the road? I mean, after no one's interested, basically. <laughs> Anymore. And you're not you're even losing the plot. You know what I mean? Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, really. You, know, <laughs> you can put it down. It's okay. Put it down and walk away like it's putting a gun. All right, put the gun down and walk away gladly. <laughs> I tell a little joke now, which is here I am walking across the street. I'm thinking I'm looking pretty cool. And this young lady's looking at me. I'm thinking, ah, oh, maybe I have a chance. But what she's thinking is, should I go over and help that old guy across the street? <laughs> <laughs> it's, got a, it's got a little... It's fundamentally way off what's happening. <laughs> If you really hear it, it's where it's like it's like it's like you're on a on a road in Idaho, and yet GPS talks as if you're in fucking Los Angeles. <laughs> you see it with your own eyes. Hey, this is flat as hell, <laughs> you know, whatever. But there's you just go ahead on and on listening to it. You know. What I mean?
It's never delivered the goods. Every good it ever delivered was past the expiration date. <laughs> it usually soured as soon as you got it. <laughs> Which you should use as a very curious little investigation there. Wait a minute. I heard it was going to be great until I get there. Then it seems like it sucks. <laughs> or maybe it, it has a lot to do with you. <laughs> that when you get to that great place, it seems to suck. Could be. We love to. We want to write ourselves into the story, but we don't want to see our real role. We don't want to see that we give everything all the meaning it has. We don't want to see that nothing here means anything. We don't want to see that this is dreaming. Yet, it's in seeing that where the, that's where the real, really, real, real relief is lies. And then you know, then you realize it's not about relief. It's about the one who wants the relief. It's never been about relief. It wants to, it wants to shine on brightly and it needs our light to do that. It has no intention of finding the answer. It thinks it has the answer. It's all about me. It believes it's going to last forever. It doesn't realize it's just a voice box on this action figure. When the action figure dies, bye. <laughs> it's like the plug's going to be pulled out and you'll be, but! <laughs> and really, I humbly believe it will be like it never happened because it never really did. The only thing that's happened here is us. And it's not happened, it's happening. It's always, always, always going on. No starting point, no end point. You don't jump on the ride and then get off the ride. That's all a story from the self-centeredness. That's like the carousel horse thinking it gets off and on the carousel. <laughs> You know what I mean? I say, I can't wait to get off the ground. It's like a big fucking hole right through it, stuck on it, and it's listening to the same thing. Alright, alright. It wants to speak. Please pass him. Do not reach for the gold ring. There's not a gold ring here. Yes. This, for me, has all been about reverse engineering, really. Things, things occur, nothing occurred, really, but things that are always occurring seem to have occurred. And then all I got was downloads about why it wasn't this way, all those other ways, yeah? And basically, all you can see is the act of being identified as a self, as the, as the greatest tinter of all the lenses, yeah? When you're looking through self-centeredness, you're blind to what is. Simple as that. So when we apply that kind of looking to find out what we are, it's never, never, never going to happen. Because you're past the, you can find out what you are by realizing what you're not. That's basically how it goes. Yeah? When you see what you're not, you'll start finding out what you are. You cannot know what you are. It's impossible because you're it. So this is a negative way, in a sense, where you see what you're not, and in seeing what you're not, then a sense of what you are becomes obvious. Okay? And that logic 
points out the illogical mechanism of the mental state. You see how logically it is based on an insane idea. Yeah? If you don't see the insane idea, it will sound like it makes a whole lot of fucking sense. But the, the, the base of the system is totally insane. That you are a long-lasting, independent, separate thing. That you have private thoughts, that you have this and that. All of this is totally, totally insane. Yeah. But once you believe that, anything basically goes. It's just sort of like riffs, like John Coltrane would. You give it, it's like John Coltrane sitting here, and you go, hey, John, riff on, se- riff on separation. This is what's happening. We're believing I'm separate. We don't even know what we call this. All this space. Oh, fuck it. You know? <laughs> this is what's important. You know? oh, how did you come to that conclusion? <laughs> because are you really appearing in space? Or are you space appearing? If you took you out of space, would space weigh le- a little less? <laughs> <laughs> of course not. We're appearing in space, yeah? just like this chair is appearing in space. If I move the chair, its effects on other things that are appearing would be obvious. Maybe they'd be a rut here and it rub against this, yeah? But in fact, as soon as I moved the chair, I didn't have to move a piece of space the size of the chair. And like a magician, don't look and put it in there, because it was in the void. <laughs> the void. No. Yeah. It appears in the space. There's no interruption of the space. The space doesn't stop here. Yeah. Saying, what's the difference between this and this? None. Except I think it's different. So you take this wall down, you don't, there's not a big void, you don't have to get crawl off the factory where space is held, and alright, I need about an 8 by 12 slab of space, but I need it at 7.53 and 15 seconds, because I'm going to move the wall at 7.53 and 14 seconds, I mean 12 seconds. we got to switch it really in there, or they'll fucking see what's happening. Yeah? No, this is appearing in space. This is all made up. This, this edge is made up. It's all made up by our perceptions. We're dreaming. It changes things. See, I'm not talking about responsible, oh, I left the milk out on the counter. That's good here. I mean, it's a good start. I'm talking about responsible as you're the dreaming of this dream. <laughs> it's not even a dream, it's dreaming. I mean, you're so beyond responsible. <laughs> it's mind-boggling. Yeah. So, what happens? Start at the thoughts, simply. There's plenty of them going on all day. Yeah. Feel it. Feel the weight of a thought, and then feel the weight of a thought called yours. It's totally different. Yeah. Here, there seems to be options. You can travel lighter or travel heavy. Yeah. I was just writing, we were writing this book, so we were editing it today. We, I went on this thing. I used to use this a lot. So let's say there's 70,000 thoughts a day. Let's say you're conscious of 2,000 thoughts. And let's say each one of those thoughts weighs an ounce. So usually you're carrying around 2,000 ounces of weight. 
during the day, and you're used to it, like a knapsack you forgot you have on. Yeah, so you walk, you know, you're going up the hill. You never even, you think it's the hill that's so hard, but it's this fucking knapsack that's making it hard, right? Or, so let's let's see what happens. So let's change the weight of the thought without changing the thought at all. We're not touching the thought. Yeah. But, all right. So this thought is called my thought now. Now my thought. <laughs> just see it. Just the simple thing I used to always use. Money, my money. It's totally different. Money, I wish all of you to have tons of money. My money, I don't want you to have any of my money. <laughs> you need any more examples? It's the whole thing. The my is the activity of the bondage of self. That's it. That's what's causing weight. That's what's causing a sense of oppression. That's what's causing a sense of claustrophobia. That's what's driving the seeking to get out. Yeah. That's the whole engine of all addiction, is trying to get out of something that we're not in. That's why they never succeed. If you were in a place, you could shoot enough coke to get out of that place. But if you're not in what you're trying to get out of, trying to get out of it reinforces the idea you're in. That's the boogaboo with all practices, with everything. Because the practices are being used, like Ramu Maharshi said so beautifully, there's the presupposing of a non-existent thing that wants to get salvation for the non-existent thing. And if that's the case, your spiritual practices themselves will be used to reinforce the non-existent thing. How can they destroy it? So are you going to put out the fire with gasoline? If you really believe you can, then when you're getting fried like a fucking bug on a skillet, you'll be, oh no, I'm just going through a phase. No, you're getting burnt up, bro. You're totally flipped out. You've got a psychic fucking break. Now you've got to go into a, actually the best temples are the hospitals, mental hospitals. <laughs> you can truly be yourself now. <laughs> So, if your practices themselves are being used, and it's definitely used, that's what selfing is. Selfing uses what, com- what it comes in contact with to imply, to assume, to presuppose, to infer that there's a someone. That's all it does. That's one of its main agendas, yes? So, the my affixes the things like thoughts, yeah. So after 500 thoughts, your attention's been on the thoughts, but you didn't see really the mind too clearly. There's just an assumption that you're the thinker or you're the thought about. So the mind, which is really the weight-bearing event, doesn't really get looked at. You're trying to get rid of thoughts, you're trying to make them good thoughts, you're trying to use affirmations to clear out the bad thoughts, but you're not seeing the role you're playing with the thoughts being cast as the thinker. You're not seeing that. If you're not seeing that, the heist is going to go on unnoticed. And you're going to start after the fact. And after the fact, the fact seems as real as real can be. Before the fact, it's seen as not a fact. The bondage can only reach the level of an activity. You have to put the bracelets on your own wrists.
And when you see that which is putting on the bracelets all day, you see it's not you. Stop calling the fucking thief you. You have not arisen, nor will you depart. You have not suddenly showed up in your life. You've never not been here. You're so completely here, it goes unnoticed, because we don't pick up what's always happening. It's just not how our perceptions work. Yeah? The fish, probably, a lot of them do not believe they're wet. They have no idea of the quality of water. They've been in it so fucking long, they have no idea of it. They will when they're taken out and they flip and flop on the deck of the boat and they're totally flipping, I'm gulping for fucking air. But all the while they're in the water, they probably have no idea. We're such to in such an absurd degree with the self-centeredness, we can be totally, totally immersed in water and have a story of how dry we are. And then we'll sell it to other fucking fish. And then we'll get have meetings about what are, what is a fish to do when they're dry? Well, fucking realize that's an impossibility. How about that? But then what would happen to the meetings? Well, yeah, who knows? <laughs> Maybe you could be for something else, like as an expression. So get the point. If this is, I read a number of things, never diligently, <laughs> Ramana. I've gone through it, but a number of the writings about him from other people, they always come to this point, which they, some of them call it the problem, they, a lot of ways. But basically, they constantly say, when the presupposing of the non-existent thing that wants to get salvation for the non-existent thing. That's like the conception and the inception of selfing. That's 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 the the imagine that's the immaculate birth. Yeah? In other words, it never happened, but it seemed to happen. And there's this little idea that the mind sort of goes along with, hey, I'm gonna presuppose I'm a non-existent thing, and guess what? I'm gonna want to get salvation for that non-existent thing. We'll see how far that goes. And then all these masters who've come and gone, basically, a lot of them, basically, they're just pulling up, putting a warning sign up, going, hey, wait a minute, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. <laughs> you can't use light to seek light. You can't use the mind to seek mind. You can do it for eons and nothing's going to happen. That's a pretty, pretty good warning. Yeah. And it says, hey, let's clear up a lot of, lot of the fucking things on the, on the game board. Whatever can be see, perceived cannot be perceiving. <laughs> that all of us are totally, completely off the board. Because <laughs> I'm seeing you, and therefore that which I'm seeing cannot be perceiving. So, you, the whole story of Paul is, I'm conscious as a body. That's not true. The, the story is, I'm conscious, but I should be more conscious. <laughs> and God forbid there was a time where I believed I was more conscious, which will make it more and more exquisite suffering not to be as conscious as I was then, and I'll write a story of why I'm not as conscious, and I really fucked up. And every bit, every paragraph of that imaginary manuscript, you're the star. That's called obsession itself. That you are so powerful that you can be an unknower of God. <laughs> you've made the supreme effort and you've actually separated from that which cannot be separated. <laughs> you are so powerful, but in a bad way. That you, that, 
that the guilt that's going to be bestowed upon you. For what a fucking bad move. You're separated from God. Jesus Christ, you know, you did all this shit. You know what I mean? You remember that big pimple you had? That was you. You did it. If you weren't separate, you wouldn't care about a pimple. But now, it goes on and on and on, just like that. You give it an inch, it's going to write a topographical fucking story. There'll be mountains and molehills, and the continents will shift, and the plate tectonics. It's all imaginary. You're making shit up all day. We're like miracle workers. Every day we're making shit out of nothing. And we don't see the miracle of that. You know? It's a miracle that next week can fuck me up today. It is. Because there isn't a next week. So I'm using an imaginary object to bludgeon myself all day. <laughs> you ever see that movie Fight Club at the end where he sees that it was him punching himself the whole time? He thought this imaginary uh, foe, but it was him hitting himself. That's what it's like. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Please stop. You don't have to ask. Just stop. <laughs> you know, there's no one on the other end but you. <laughs> oh, please stop. <laughs> so there's a... One time, Ramana Maharshi said, surrender. What's surrender? I'm going to paraphrase it. Hope I don't blow it. But he says, what the thing is, who to who... Who is going to surrender and to who? Yes? We are already surrendered. We are already the pictures of all the goals that we imagine we could attain if we did certain stuff. We are that already. We are... It is a gateless gate. There is no toll, nothing. If it dawns on you, you entertain it. And it's almost like a, an infinite entertaining because that which is being entertained is infinite and that which is entertaining is infinite. So it finally matches itself because all day, all day, we're making shit out of nothing. We are. Yeah? What could, could you imagine if we took that Ability, not us, but let's say if we just sort of told the truth about things, and then that you satellite dish that's just picking up cable all day would move, and suddenly, yes, you would, you would start making real what's real. <laughs> Instead of making real what's not real all fucking day, you would actually turn yeah, and, and make real what's real. What a combination. Yeah then possibilities become available. You can comprehend the word serenity, you can know peace, all these things start happening after that. And usually, actually, with no thought or effort on anyone's part. Yeah. They just are. They've always been available at all times, but you seemingly weren't.
So the my is the highest. The my is the activity of the presupposing of a non-existent thing. Yeah. How does it seem to be existing? It calls itself the doer of activities it has nothing to do with. It's the thinker, it's the seer, it's the hearer, it's the feeler, it's the taster, it's the toucher, it's the doer. All of that. It claims what it has nothing to do with. And it gets a reflected light and it gets absorbed in it. It loves the self. It cherishes it. The mental process loves what it's making. When you see it's not you, you'll lose interest in it, just like you would in a conversation in another room when you heard that they weren't talking about you. You would immediately, immediately lose interest in that conversation in the other room. You wouldn't have to send Navy SEAL 16 to retrieve it. It would just be, be where would it go? Who'd find out? Yeah. But when it's not about you, you lose interest in most stuff. This is the whole point. That's what occurs with this message. It's not like you gain interest, but first you lose interest. You lose interest in all the faculties that are being used to reinforce the idea of being Paul. And then you find out what you gain interest in. And usually what you gain interest in is produces effects called traveling lighter, Maybe feeling like comfortable in what you call your own skin, yes. You're not looking for what doesn't need to be found. <laughs> the horse is in front of the car, things make sense to you. Maybe, you know, I lose my keys, but I have no metaphysical questions. Yeah. And the mind just entertains and entertains and entertains. Now the background of space becomes the foreground. The foreground of things becomes the background. And for you, it may become like an aha, and now it's been, it's coordinated. Some things have moved, and now it works better. Yeah. Then you find yourself available, and when you're available, you sense the presence, and when you're present and available, you're of service. So you get put to use here. And you'll find your use. That's what I call the seed assignment. Basically, you'll be in a seed assignment, and the seed assignment will dictate your your use. <laughs> There's no better or worse. It's just everyone has a seed assignment. Not, none of the chairs are engraved. It's like musical chairs. The music goes up, you get up. Even though if the music stops at the same chair for ten times, still doesn't mean it's yours. Yeah, this is, that's the seed assignment. Music comes up, get up. <laughs> yeah. Why not? And then instead of looking for things, you'd be enjoying expressing. Yeah. And if you like kirtans, fucking sing your, sing to the god of your own making. Yeah. If you like, you know, whatever. This is a, this is very free range. Yeah. I have run in. I've been going to Toronto. And now, I mean, so many talks in Toronto, we have kirtan. I never called up kirtan people, you know, hear spiritual music. One of my friends is a big kirtan singer, so I have kirtan at satsang, which never planned it. It just happened. 
And it, I really feel weird because after the kirtan, I come up and I go, well, now's the bad news because <laughs> it's not an experience. <laughs> but this all just comes about. It's like a beautiful little, you know, nothing planned. It's such a nice way to go, at least in this topic, you know. I, someone I was talking to today for some of us, the stair is going to appear when you put your foot out. If you're waiting to take a step for assurance is going to be a stair, you may be staying on that step for a long time. Yeah? But if you put the foot out, the stair will appear. Yeah? It's okay to take care of yourself here. It's okay to draw a line and say, you know, I'm not going there. See what happens, you know. You'd be surprised how life will treat you in a sense as an action figure. We do this in AA, we used to in where when I got came in, we'd have people write their highest expectations for a year of sobriety. And then when they get to a year and we go over it, they realize they really shortchanged themselves. So much more happened. Yeah? By surrendering. Exactly. Yeah. So and that's it, I think. Okay. Is that all right? We can say they're giving us that. Right. Thank you. We have to have a vote. This is a, a democracy. Should we stop now? Yeah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs>